I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me in the studio today are representatives of the Wilmington Drama League, their board president, Eric Molino, and their production manager, Kathy Boot. Kathy Buterball. Welcome, Kathy. I did I, get that right, didn't th- I? Nobody ever does. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't said that name before. I've had you both on the air before. Uh, it's great to have you both back. It's great to uh, be here. Thanks now, for having us. The Wilmington Drama League has, has a, a tremendous history here in the, in the Wilmington, Northern Delaware community going all the way back to the late 1920s. Let's let's take a few minutes just to talk about the origins of the Wilmington Drama League and how it's evolved over time, and then then get to what's happening today because you have a really active and vibrant schedule, I know. It, we do. It's interesting you should mention uh, the kind of the history because we just finished uh, publishing a self-published history of the Drama League, a pictorial history, which, uh, you know, shameless plug is available for purchase if folks <laughs> want to. Um, and so it, uh, occasioned us to really dig deep into the archives and, uh, find out some interesting things such as there was a community theater movement back in the teens that, um, it was, um, uh, a, a movement throughout the country for, uh, cities to, uh, develop their own community theaters. And, uh, Wilmington was one of those cities, um, and, out of that grew uh, some folks that were basically reading plays in their each other's living rooms. And then they moved from there to renting uh, an old mill building down uh, on... Uh, just well, a- I just wanted to interject because I had always wondered too. And honestly, I think I just found out because of the, the uh, delving done by Mr. Merlino into the, to write this book... But, you can call um, me Eric. I know. You usually <laughs> call me okay. Eric. Okay, good. We'll, we'll call you Eric. Um, but there was a, a, a national organization called the American Drama League. League, yes, right. exactly. Okay. The American okay. Drama League. Because people wonder, why is it the Drama League? It makes mm-hmm. it sound like a club. We're right. not a club. Right. Anyway, so um, we were the Wilmington branch of that. So it was yeah. the Wilmington Drama League. Go ahead. Now, did that evolve into the American Association of Community Theaters? Or is that... Totally uh, not directly, no. Okay. I, so okay. I can't, yeah, okay. I can't yeah. speak to that. But, but but what you're saying is this really started as as which was not uncommon in the early 20th century, sort of a, a parlor activity. Exactly, it absolutely is, and it was to encourage the reading of fine plays. Interesting quote. Yes, quote. <laughs> and then how did it move on from there? Well, go ahead. They they um, you know, decided they'd like to actually start performing these for a larger audience, so they rented this old. Leaky, drafty uh, uh, mill building, and, and began to uh, put on shows down there. At, it was down in the in the mill buildings that is on market at I think Superfine Lane. Oh, Superfine yeah. Lane. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. exactly. right, right on the Brandywine there. Yes, exactly. Okay. And they, there's quite a few interesting stories about um, so the. There were no heat, so people like kept their coats on, and um, there was it was a, very shaky because there was a railroad track near it. Sure. And um, the, there was a train close enough that. Um, there well, was, let me preface it by uh, saying there's, right a, there's a there was a was um, gonna, a fire escape that 
um, you know, those pressurized fire escapes, when you step mm-hmm. on them, they mm-hmm. come down and then they release and they go right. back up. Sure. Well, people used to go out for, for air, for a cigarette, whatever. Mm-hmm. And now Eric's going to tell you. And so at one uh, on one occasion, it didn't release back up and it stuck out enough such that the train came along and took it along with oh, it geez. to Baltimore. <laughs> and, uh, uh, okay, how about that? <laughs> and so then the people that were, you know, part of the drama league decided, oh, we probably should have an actual building because mm-hmm. <clears throat> you had to you had to actually they built the sets on the second floor. And the the um, theater was on the third floor, so they had to carry everything up the fire mm-hmm. escape. Living and, in the city, I've compl- had that And experience. we complain about our set construction difficulties. <laughs> so then they decided, um, and, and all of this, and, and amazing, there was a lot of people from the DuPonts, from, you know, the, a lot of prominent Laird's, citizens. Uh, Chick Laird was yeah. involved. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they used their own money to rent that building. Mm-hmm. And then they decided, oh, we need a we need a real building. Pass the hat in the middle of the Depression. Uh, put out a bond <laughs> issue. Yeah. Bond amongst, issue. Amongst mm-hmm. their subscribers. Mm-hmm. And... And where we are at um, between 39th and 40th on market, the whole, the building was built and the land was purchased. I think it, the total was $64,000. It sounds about right. Right. Wow. Wow. So, um, and so we, we, they owned the building outright, which was a, mm-hmm. a, a real, it has been and, and it was and has and continues to be a real benefit to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to the drama league to, you know, not have, have that, um, you know, have additional expenses uh, because of that and to have an asset, you know, that helps keep it keep it going. And wasn't there, I believe there was uh, a goal they wanted to reach in subscribers. It's so interesting in today's society, we tend to not want to commit to like an entire series of plays or or anything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so they had lots of subscribers. I believe hundreds. That, mm-hmm. Well, thousands. I thought that when they got to their thousandth, that's when they were going to build the building. But the, I don't have it in front of me. But something mm-hmm. like that. It was interesting. Thousands. And um, it was amazing that people just went to every play. And now your current facility seats how many? 265. 265. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the growth of the programming, because I, I know, I believe in the, in the lobby down the side hallway there, you have a, 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 a listing of the history of shows through the years. That's which, right. Which I, is that continued? It oh, is yes. still there. And we continue years. to. So, I mean, it's fascinating to go back in history and see, see what shows were produced in what years. And, it is just heartwarming to watch people come back to that. We just had actually had a, um, a funeral service for someone who had, um, the body wasn't there, but, mm-hmm. um, anyway, we had a, a service for, for someone that, right, uh, that worked there and people come back and they are still able to go, oh, this is where I started and I did I this, was in show. this show. And yeah, yeah, really fascinating. <laughs> you can yeah. do it too. Um, but yeah, the, the building is, very much very close to the original um the we were featured actually in a national um architectural magazine architectural hmm. digest in and um, 39 or 40 in, when after we, when it was built yeah 1940 and they show pictures of the innovative theater built well, in that? little wilmington you know so yeah. um we we keep that on record 
<clears throat> but now, a lot of it is original. Was you, I, I forget, was, was uh, Drum League's building built with fly space for the stage? Oh, yes. 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 Very nice so fly of, space. So th- and that, that's a rare uh, commodity yes. in, in theaters yeah, and yeah, an important one. And, we, and yeah. we just recently, in the last few years, uh, replaced the probably what were the original flies mm, okay. uh, with, with all brand new safe stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, due to the... Generous grant of the DDA. <laughs> well, <laughs> nice plug. Let, let's talk about uh, uh, some of the programming and some of the people that mm-hmm. have gone through the Drum Lake. Because uh, I know you have Broadway, you know, people who have ended we up do. on Broadway who have come back, actually. Well, um, we, we have been very, very um, uh, gracious, uh, grateful for the young people that have come, and not so young people, that have come through. Thank you. And, um, <laughs> and then made it big, so to speak, and come back. Um, I guess two of the most famous are Aubrey Plaza mm-hmm. and um, Johnny Gallagher, and um, or John Gallagher Jr. now. Mm-hmm. And he is a Tony winner, and she is everywhere, and um, they still, you know, check in every once in a while. John Gallagher Jr.'s first uh, Best Actor Award was um, from a show at the Drama League, um, Frankenstein. And um, he played the 12-year-old boy, and um, Ray Harrington, I don't know, you mm-hmm. know him, yep. um, he played the monster, and, and it, Ray tells it that he knew Johnny was going to be like a great actor because when he said, okay, so now I'm going to like pick you up by your neck, okay? And um, he showed him a safe way to do it, right. but like slammed him against the wall at one point, and the audience was just <gasps> aghast. And um, <clears throat> he said that he just went with it, that mm-hmm. he just wanted to do it. And then we used to have called what's called Spotlight Awards. We had a Best Actor and a Best Actress, and you know. For a season's uh, length. Right, for right. a season's length. Right. And um, uh, his sister tells the story, uh, Johnny's sister, that he was up against Seth Kirshner, who is also, you know, very big in like commercials and and movies was in 30 and stuff. Rock on occasion, I think. Yes, yes or, he was. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and Tina Keith, Fey show. Yeah. And then Keith Powell, who, um, what's his name on 30 Rock? Twofer. Twofer. He, mm-hmm. he was very, very active at the Drama League. Mm-hmm. But um, Johnny and Seth were up for the Best Actor, Best best Young Actor Award. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, Johnny and his sister were with their parents um, on vacation. And he, he wanted to be back for the award ceremony. Mm-hmm. So um, they sent his sister, who was older, and he back um, to in time to be at the ceremony, which he won the Best Actor Award. So. And another Drama League graduate is currently in uh, King Kong. Yeah, Rory Donovan. Rory Donovan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he yeah. was in Finding Neverland right. and yep. toured with Shrek and young frankenstein right, i believe right. yes yeah. and to, to highlight um how they do continue to to give back uh rory and his mother recently a couple uh, about maybe two years ago we do a youth one act festival in the summer and they came back to be adjudicators for the festival mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and uh, as have uh, uh i haven't asked yet but we might have a surprise one for this one as well um but I, it's a project I can't talk about yet. But anyway, <laughs> we also had a homecoming um, two years, a year and a half ago, where um, Carly Shiraki, who's on public television with children's programming, and won a daytime Emmy, at least one, and um, uh, Rory, and um, oh my gosh, and Johnny, and who Aubrey, am I, and, Aubrey and um, just a whole bunch of the alumni um, came back. In to, fact, Keith Powell used to write plays for this mm-hmm, festival we're mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah. As a 17 year old, 
And I say, don't don't ever make me mad, or I'll bring them out. Well, what, 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 we're ta- what we're talking about is community theater, not only being an opportunity to present theater in the now, but also to be a training ground for theater in the future. And I want to pursue that after I remind our listeners that you are tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guests in the studio today are representing the Wilmington Drama League, Eric Molino, the board president, and Kathy Buderbaugh, the production manager. Now, Wilmington Drama League uh, not only presents a a, a rich uh, and extensive uh, series each year, but also has a number of, of training programs and opportunities for youth and actually the general community to learn theater. And, and I, I know being on your website talked about this really being a volunteer uh, operation. And, and there are so many different ways to get involved in the Wilmington Drama League, not just on stage, but in building sets and in and ushering and, and, you know, front of house, back of house activities. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit, about getting engaged in, in the Wilmington Drum League as not only a performing, but also as, as a, a learning experience. We have um, a lot of people who think, well, first of all, they think that it's not a volunteer, you know, that, that you have to be hired or something, right. which, and, and that's a, a compliment. And I agree that we try to put on professional level, um, shows, but they can at any point contact the Drum League in some area that they would like to become involved, and um, we will uh, start training them if they are interested in being trained. I mean, if they have you the time, you don't have to have a, a vast body of knowledge in in an area that you're interested in. If you think you have an affinity for it, we'll, we will train you, and we have people shadowing all all sorts of uh, different different areas, and then they then become our standbys for <clears throat> for actually making that happen going forward. There's a lot of technical people that are kids, you know, not kids, but you know what I mean, young people that started um, learning lights and learning sound and are now like Ryan Stofa is, mm-hmm. you know, you know, on tour with, with Broadway shows and, and is right. flown out to like Colorado and, you know, worked with the lighting designer of Hamilton and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he says, he often says, Kathy, remember me as an eight year old that, and I was like, yes, I do, Ryan. <laughs> and he'd be like, let me go up the ladder. I'm like, okay, not ready. So that's a very, very important thing. We don't put people in a position that, uh, to fail. Right. And we would put them slowly into a training and never, if they didn't feel comfortable in taking the reins of something, then we'll wait. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, as a, as a, you know, a kind of a comparison to, you know, if you're not feeling like that, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm not interested in, you know, running lights or sound, that just sounds like too much. Well, you know, we, we just put on Aida, which was as costume heavy as it ever gets. Mm-hmm. And we had, what was it? Eight different costumers. So uh, constantly sewing and repairing mm-hmm. and, uh, for the uh, for an entire week or more leading up to the, to the production, and it, it became a real, just a real uh, kind of uh, gathering for for folks that just yeah. We're like, all going out for a drink on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I wasn't told. Maybe it's because I can't sell. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So so there's uh, you know there are all those different uh, backstage opportunities. Costuming, you build your own sets. I we believe do. correct. So mm-hmm. there's that's right. There's that you know those skills that are always needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean everything. If you have ever repaired something in your house, there's something to do with the drama. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, if you're a plumber, mm-hmm. I'm serious. I'm if serious. you're a plumber, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but there are th- the building, just mm-hmm. the sheer building maintenance right. yeah. of, of you know, a, a, how old? 70, 
five. We've had 85 seasons and I can't do the math from 1939 when mm-hmm. the building was built. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember that year, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll save that till we're done. Okay. Anyway, so um, yeah, it's it's every skill possible. Mm-hmm. You can be a part of it or just as an audience member. And I know there's a way to sign up to be a volunteer <laughs> on your on your website because I was mm-hmm. there earlier today. And your website is? WilmingtonDramaLeague.org. So you can go there, find out how to be a volunteer, but also find out about what kinds of activities and offerings there are. Now, the summer's coming up. Uh, summer camps? Summer camp. We have um, what's called summer stock, and uh, it's a musical theater camp. You don't have to be, in in my camp, you don't have to be really, really proficient at singing. You can go along with the group. Honestly, I have also let people lip sync or whatever if they're not comfortable mm-hmm. again so um just to build stage just to build presence, stage yeah, presence. Sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's a version of the wizard of oz but it's not the true full wizard of oz mm-hmm. and uh it is uh it's afternoons twelve thirty to five thirty from june 24th till july 19th and then we have two performances of the um of the show but it's not just like a a pay to play we have a lot of exercises we build Mm -hmm. um a lot of different skills along the way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and and i think it it highlights um we we have a number of things for youth uh that provides them as you were talking about earlier kind of training you know the next the next uh group of performers that Mm -hmm. you know that we're going to need and um, the, uh, the summer camp is one way. The youth one X, uh, which we were talking about is another. And we're, uh, by the time this airs, we will have, uh, uh had auditions for, for those one X and mm-hmm. uh, be in rehearsals. And, uh, this year was, it's looking like what, 13 one X. 13 one acts with 95 per- participants. Wow. And, yeah. um, I and, would- and there, and all of the directors, almost all the directors are, young people under 18 mm. and then some are original plays and then that they ha- that the young be, people have written yes yeah. and oh, they'll be great. they'll be young people in the booth etc cetera, etc cetera. but we also are doing by the time this airs you'll be hoping to go to see Stuart little Stuart little right, is uh, right. the last show of our season which mm-hmm. is a musical based on the, that wonderful mouse story mm-hmm. um and that is june 7th opens yes till the 16th thank you mm-hmm. on the 15th dates. we're having a special relaxed performance and um this is the first time we're, we're trying it and hopefully the first of many um and so there's a lax- a relaxed performance on saturday the 15th at 2 p.m and um just quieter mm-hmm. more more um more relaxed and more um, accessible more accessible for folks uh especially folks that may have certain uh Characteristics that uh, they don't do well with noise or they need to take a break in the middle and need to go out. You know, it's something that's completely acceptable and Mm -hmm. gives folks that might not always get to go to to theater uh, a chance to come and see Mm -hmm. Stuart Little. So we would definitely be open to that. So a relaxed performance, sometimes it's referred to as a sensory friendly. Yes, sensory friendly. Where where, where children who might react negatively to, you know, sudden, loud Mm -hmm. sounds, that sort of thing, it it sort of tempers it for for those audiences. We've gotten the advice um, of, you know, people that work with 
um, autistic children mm-hmm. and um, Candlelight did a relaxed performance mm-hmm. and um, Delaware Theater Company. So we've right. you know gathered a lot of information from people who have done yeah. it. It's really a great way to make theater accessible to a broader range of, of audience members. Mm-hmm. Now, we've only got a couple minutes left, so let's... Let's take a look at uh, your upcoming season. I mean, you're ending this season with Stuart Little, mm-hmm. and I think you're starting next season with Jekyll and Hyde. Yes, that's right. I mean, that's from from one extreme <laughs> to the other, so, uh, which which speaks to the range of programming that the Wilmington Drama League presents. Let's a, let's look at this. What's what's coming up sure. in this season? Okay. Well, what's coming up is Jekyll and Hyde in September, and um, everybody knows that one. It's going to mm-hmm. be. You know, a very dark and very fabulous musical. And then Spring Awakening, which, you know, John Gallagher Jr. won the, the uh, Tony for. Right. And, um, and, and that director is new. Both of those directors have never directed at the Drum League. Oh, and then now there's a third one, The Wolves. Um, it was uh, a workshop at Vassar. Um, mm-hmm. College. And it's a very interesting piece where um, nine girls on a soccer team just their progress throughout a season. Um, then Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I think before you move on from Wolves, oh, you, right. should, you should also mention that uh, the Wolves will be directed by... Lizzie Furman, who is uh, 17. Okay. And um, has shown herself to be a very, very um, proficient that's, director. That's great. So, um, with me as a mentor. I mean, we don't course. just let them out there. Right. <laughs> uh, and uh, she's also president of our uh, the youth committee of, uh, of our board. Oh, great. Great. Mm-hmm. Then we do um, Beauty and the Beast, which is our pageant at mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, same time next year, a classic. Sure. And yep. um, a nice small comedy. And um, then Mr. Burns, a post-electric play. So that's also a new director. Mm-hmm. And go ahead. And uh, following that, we have the the, the slapstick uh, classic uh, Noises Off. Which is an absolutely hysterical farce. One of the we're, absolute best. I cannot wait. We're looking forward to it. Uh, and the, the final show of the season, we cannot yet announce. Uh, because if we did so, it would be naughty. So, okay. But it's a family <laughs> Centered musical, we'll say. Okay. But you'll find out on November 1st, because okay. that's when we can. Okay, great. <laughs> well, we're we're just about running out of time here. So I, I just want to thank both of you, Eric Molino and Kathy Budaboff, for coming in today to talk about the Wilmington Drama League. Uh, invite our listeners to check out WilmingtonDramaLeague.org. And we've got about 20 seconds left. So a final comment from either one of you. I want to thank Paul Wegraff and the Delaware Division of the Arts because uh, we need support for the arts in Wilmington. But and I, you go with Wilmington. I'm Drama League plug. Go. And I'll just say, come play with us. Yes. Well, thanks again for joining us. It's been a pleasure having you here. WilmingtonDramaLeague.org.